1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. Welcome in to the latest edition of The State of Recruiting, the podcast available on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you consume your college football content. I'm your host, John Garcia Jr., and as the show title suggests, we're digging into the future of this great sport of college football. We will touch on some Week 11 things. Not so much bets like we did last week, if you want to check them out. On YouTube, you see three bets that I do like behind me. We're going to focus more on the future and the visitors that some of these college football programs are bringing to the table. But first, as you probably would have imagined uh, from the beginning of the week until the end, as we record on Friday, November 11th, got to hit the news that struck just over midnight Eastern on Friday November 11th. Of course, top 10 overall prospect on Sports Illustrated, top five overall quarterback recruit on Sports Illustrated. Jaden Rashada parts ways with Miami and in true Sunshine State recruiting rivalry fashion commits to the Florida Gator. So, an old fashioned flip from one program to the other with this big time six foot four pittsburgh california quarterback and elite 11 finalist huge news in the college football space now florida's quarterback room appears as bolstered as any in the country with two verbal commitments from elite 11 finalists rashada joining in-state recruit marcus stokes as future gators under billy napier And that coaching staff and now Miami goes from having two quarterbacks verbally committed down to just one. Another Elite 11 finalist in Emery Williams, who is from Milton, Florida, just wrapped up up, uh, his high school career with a six touchdown effort. So some good silver lining consolidation type news for the Miami Hurricanes. But this is a huge deal. This is a sting for the U and a banner feather in the cap rebuttal, uh, rebound, answer, response, any other synonym you would like to throw out there from Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. It has been well documented, whether it's certainly on social media, right? The, the Miami and Florida, if, if you don't have Twitter and you sign up by the end of this show, just Google something having to do with with Florida and or Miami fans going back and forth on social media, uh, as, as someone with no dog in that fight, although I'm from the Sunshine State, that is pure entertainment and it's absolutely free until Elon Musk's charges for you know scrolling at, at some point down the line.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Huge rivalry that's been back and forth, right? Two programs looking for the glory of yesteryear under first-year coaches, and there's been a lot of back and forth in terms of recruiting similar targets, including Jaden Rashada, right? Let's go back. Let's go back to the offseason. Let's go back to the summer months where Rashada was starting to wind down his recruitment, right? He sets, a, a, I believe, a late-June verbal commitment date and at that point it was Florida that appeared to be the program in in the best shape for his services Ole Miss Miami um, LSU Texas A&M Oregon Washington Cal a bunch of schools were in the race for Rashada but at the time that he set his initial commitment a lot of the buzz was for the Florida Gators then he gets a little bit closer to said decision And he gets a little bit overwhelmed, Uh, admittedly, gets overwhelmed, a lot of pressure coming from different programs, and he still had official visits to potentially take if he wasn't ready to make that verbal commitment. Lo and behold, he pushes his decision back, I I believe about a week to 10 days, and schedules a Miami official visit in that in-between time, takes the trip down to Coral Gables, and sure enough, when he makes that verbal commitment, it is for the Miami hurricane. So initially this was kind of viewed as the tipping point for Florida to that, to that point of the 2023 cycle, Florida was underachieving, struggling within state lines and certainly unable to hit on big time targets against other programs reputable from a high level recruiting standpoint. Jaden Rashada was supposed to be the initial commitment to sort of get UF over the hump and allow them to continue to attack the class of 23 instead it played as a bit of a rock bottom moment where it's like this is as bad as it gets for florida on the recruiting trail um there's a lot of distrust with billy napier from a fan perspective and a lot of folks were very curious to see how this transition from the group of five at ull over to uf was going to work out because from a recruiting standpoint It really wasn't looking good. I wish I had the numbers in terms of verbal commitments and all of that, but it was very low at UF. But it does seem like that was the galvanizing point. When you hit rock bottom, you bounce back and and you go forward. And Florida very much did capped the summer with multiple SI-99 recruiting victories, uh rolling into a top 10 type class during the season. And now it's got an opportunity to finish closer to that top five than that top 10, having added. Jaden Rashada and a couple other recruits there's still many that Florida is trying to flip and we'll dig into that here in just a little bit but want to cycle back to the decision Jaden Rashada made how surprising was this right I think that's the conversation that's going throughout college football this weekend how surprising was this flip from Jaden Rashada from Miami to the University of Florida Let me tell you when it came across my desk. I won't reveal all of it, right? Because sources, confidentiality, all that fun stuff that journalism is supposed to be, wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge at at, uh, some of these outlets that aren't practicing as such. When you hear about it, you got to confirm. When you confirm, you've got to double confirm, right? get that corroboration, that secondary source of confirmation. We got halfway there about a week ago. Um, We had heard that Jaden Rashada was planning a trip to Miami initially to respectfully decommit from Mario Cristobal and company ahead of any plans to announce anything towards Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. Um, There was an injury. Uh, There's still a little bit of muck in that part of the story. Logistically, obviously flying from California to South Florida, something happened, right? Things were delayed. Expectations were not met from a logistical travel and and timing standpoint. So Rashada doesn't make the trip down to Miami. And some of this dies down. Until about midweek, we started hearing, you know what? Maybe Florida is going to host Jaden Rashada and he'll just flip all together before that point. It was kind of hard to believe. And look, understandably so, right? Florida, the sources coming out of Gainesville have been hit and miss, right? Big on some verbal commitments, really big miss with the Cormani McLean deal, right? Where there was ultra and supreme confidence in Gainesville that the number one corner and defensive recruit in these United States was going to end up in Gainesville. He, of course, and ironically for this show committed to Miami. So again, a lot of back and forth between these two programs. And certainly that is not done here as we get closer to the end of the 2023 recruiting cycle. And then of course, yesterday, uh, Thursday, finally get the confirmation hey this is going to happen it's just a matter of when the kid is going to announce it so now you know we're corroborating with all of our uh, si sites and all the folks behind the scenes hey this is going to happen don't know when it was supposed to happen in the afternoon and then it was supposed to happen uh before dinner time on the west coast and of course it didn't happen until just after midnight eastern time but that florida beat and the miami beat Uh, Was relatively well aware. Shout out to All Gators and AllHurricanes.com for their coverage in that regard. Um, And it's been a lot of back and forth since that point. So, how did Jaden do it? How did he put the news out that he was going to make this in state flip from Miami to UF? This was what he posted via social media again just after midnight Eastern Friday morning. Quote Over the past few months, I've been weighing my options heavily. I have dreamed of playing SEC football since I was a little kid. After a lot of prayer, conversations with my family and those close to me, I have decided to change my commitment and play for the University of Florida. I have tremendous respect for Miami and what they are going to accomplish there, but I have watched this season and Coach Napier and his team are building something very special in the Swamp, and I want to be a part of it. I'm incredibly grateful for Coach Gaddis, Coach Ponce, Coach Crystal Ball, and the entire staff at the U for giving me the opportunity to be a Hurricane. Most of all, I want to thank the man above for the guidance and blessings. God is great. I would ask that you please respect my decision and privacy at this time. Go Gators! Exclamation, 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 and then one, two, three, four, five Gator emojis. Interesting wording there, right? Look, Jaden Rashad, a respectful kid very uh, quiet and introverted, I would say, more of a reserved kid who leads by example more than being the rah-rah guy, having been around him uh, uh, at a bunch of different points this offseason, very interesting wording there uh, and smart wording there. There's some good PR going down in Pittsburgh, California. The key sentence there, of course, um, having watched this season, He said, and instead of bashing Miami and saying, look, that thing is off the rails, he's saying, having watched this season, he goes to Florida and some of the peaks and valleys, particularly with that offense and Anthony Richardson, um, Utah game, Tennessee game, Texas A&M game for Florida, um, all the positives coming out of UF year one under Billy Napier uh, and, and naturally leans that way towards uh, some of the explanation as to why he flips his pledge from the ACC's Miami Hurricanes to the SEC's Florida Gator. So now, obviously, huge implications here, right? Um, Miami had been the hottest program, right? Just won that Cormani McLean recruitment to close the month of October, had already flipped one Florida Gator commitment, the offensive lineman Tommy Kinsler, They've had Andy Jean on campus, another Florida Gator verbal commitment, and they won a lot of these head to head battles, right? Cormani McLean, Malik Bryant, some of the bigger ones that Miami won head to head against Florida. It was kind of their momentum to lose, but this outside of Cormani McLean, this does it. This pulls that momentum back for Miami and accelerates it for Florida, right on the cusp of a huge visit weekend with uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks in town. Again, we'll touch on some of the biggest visit weekends in the country going forward. Texas, Oregon, uh, Auburn, as well uh, as uh, Florida, um, among others, uh, for this weekend. Um, But Florida is going to have a nice visit weekend right after this Rashada verbal commitment goes down. And Rashada has since announced that he will be in Gainesville this week, and so again, that corroboration that that information we were told midweek is starting to unravel as as the sources said they would flip the verbal commitment, announce the visit, and sort of be done with the recruiting process. So fascination throughout college football recruiting always big flips. The last whole show was called Flip Season is here. We've had double digit verbal decommitments in the the month of November already, just in the Power Five. Big SI 99 flips, uh, Colton Vasek from Oklahoma to Texas, and now Jaden Rashada, the quarterback, flipping from Miami to the University of Florida. So, where does this leave Miami, right? We touched on Emery Williams earlier, verbal commitment from Milton High School, six foot three, 210 pounds or so. Another kid we saw at the Elite 11 uh, here at, at Sports Illustrated, and we loved him. We actually we actually put Emory Williams above Jaden Rashada solely based on the week of work that we saw uh, the duo go through at the elite 11 and, and to Rashada's defense, this was right after he committed to Miami. So right after all that stress, pushing the decision back, you could visibly see it, the frustration and, and just the fatigue that Jaden Rashada was working with out there in Los Angeles. Again, there was some thought even then, that he wanted to be at UF and not UM. I'm not going to get into the reasoning there, but there was clear frustration and fatigue, and just a lack of oomph with Jaden Rashada out in Los Angeles. And conversely, Emory Williams was kind of the surprise invitation to the Elite Eleven Finals. A guy who committed to Miami, we thought at the time, because Miami wasn't going to be able to hit on its its very top targets, right? Jaden Rashada, Dante Moore, uh, some of these big Eli Holstein, some of these huge the high-level SI-99 recruits. So Emory Williams at the time looked like a bit of a consolation for the U to kind of get their recruiting class stabilized and going because you got to hit the quarterback position every single cycle. Cristobal will do that just about every single year. And then, of course, they ended up winning the Jaden Rashada recruitment at the time. So now you have a two-quarterback class, uh, as as just a few programs do. I think Alabama. Now Florida obviously has a two-QB class as you move forward uh, in in how we weigh this class of 23. So Williams looked like not a throwaway, but, you know, just a nice player, developmental, we'll see down the line kind of guy. But then at the Elite 11, turned a lot of heads, right? Finished in the top five for us at Sports Illustrated. We ranked every kid every single day based on the different scenarios, stations, and events that they put the kids through. The different accuracy gauntlets, seven on seven. Um, Just the pro day that they do, which is my favorite day. They do like a training camp on day one. So we weigh all of those days. And then there's an average after the four workouts. And naturally, the smaller the number, the higher you are. Uh, we had Dante Moore, number one, coming out of the Elite 11 just before we named a number one recruit in the country. Uh, and Emery Williams was right there in the top five above Jaden Rashada, who I believe was number 11 uh, on that list. Uh, so go check that out at sportsillustratedsi.com. Because now I'm getting tagged in tweets Where others are starting to look back, Miami fans in particular, hey, our our guy was better than their new guy, right? Our guy was better on the biggest stage on the same stage. The only time they'll be on the same stage in their prep careers before college ball, Emory Williams outshined Jaden Rashada. That is the Miami argument uh, on Friday after the the midnight decommitment flip from Rashada. Uh, dropped. Uh, so that's some of the narrative being spun in Coral Gables. And of course, Florida's like, look, this is the SI 99 top quarterback, big time Californian. You pair him with Marcus Stokes, a great athlete coming out of Nice High School with a huge arm, just needs to control it, play a little bit more consistently in the pocket. And now Florida's got this quarterback recruiting class that looks like it's going to be the stabilizer beyond the Anthony Richardson era. At UF, So that looks uh, totally different than it did just a week ago, having added the the polished uh, downfield throwing ability and natural arm talent that that is uh, accompanied with Jaden Rashada. So you're getting different arguments naturally from those rival uh, fan bases and both have credence. Uh, I think both have credence at this time. But here's the deal. We do think Rashada's recruitment is over, right? So this isn't going to be commit to one, flip to the other, flip back to the original on signing day. We don't think. I haven't had that come across this, this here desk just yet. Uh, stranger things have happened in recruiting, but we don't think that's the type of scenario that Jaden Rashada is, is going uh, to work through here at the end of the cycle. But the door is not closed yet on Emery Williams. And that's where this becomes so much more fascinating, I would say, for Miami, because before the Jane Rashada flip talk picked up in the last week to 10 days, It was Emory Williams that was talked about as the flip target for others. And this dates back to the summer when Rashada initially committed to Miami because now Emory Williams is looked at as the number two quarterback, the secondary player, you know, the Mac Jones to the Tuotango Vailoa kind of scenario where, yeah, you brought them both in the same year, but one is clearly the the number one guy and, and one is clearly the number two guy. So other programs since the summer really utilize that to try to recruit and sway Emery Williams, uh, who's a panhandle kid up in Milton, Florida. For those who don't know, the distance between Milton, Florida, and Coral Gables is about as, as far as it gets in the state of Florida. He couldn't be much further from Miami while still residing in the Sunshine State. He's much closer to Auburn University, Mississippi State, um, LSU, some of the other programs, Florida State certainly, that have been courting him to a degree. So we were we were doing some digging recently and, and that hasn't slowed down. Let's backtrack first. That let's backtrack on Emery Williams again. So Jaden Rashada pops this summer for Miami. Emery Williams starts to get more overtures from programs looking to fill their quarterback board in the class of 23. The, the main two have very different circumstances at this time. Back in the summer, it was Mississippi State and Auburn as the two schools primarily jockeying back and forth to try to flip Emory Williams from Miami. Mississippi State, Mike Leach, throwing it all over the place. We understand that appeal and that type of offer. They obviously saw something specific with Emory that made them think he could be uh, the next Will Rogers gunslinger in that air raid offense. But Mississippi State ended up flipping Florida State commitment Chris Parson Instead. So they're done. They got their QB one after the initial overtures to flip Emory Williams. Auburn, I think you understand the circumstantial change here, uh, has fired its coach, Brian Harson So uh, their push at the quarterback position has, had come to a screeching halt. Basically, once they missed on Brock Glenn, Emory Williams became the next, next the next ideal target. Jackson Smolik, who's now committed to Penn State, I think was a part of that conversation as well. But it never worked out for Auburn. They never ended up grabbing that quarterback recruit in this class of 23. Now, Auburn is still among the schools talking to Emory to bring it back to now. And the spotlight is much bigger on Emory Williams now uh, with this Rashada news out there, right? The Miami fans are, are more leaning in that way hey let's lean into emory williams he's pretty darn good elite 11 finalist again just through six touchdowns in his final high school game last friday almost 400 yards of total offense williams is a very good athlete uh, as well it, it should be mentioned so miami fans are leaning into emory williams and then the rival fan bases are like well if rashada got flipped can we go flip emory williams can one of these other schools that need a qb1 Flip at emory williams and that is part of the conversation now again auburn is still very much trying to flip emory but here's the wild card school florida state we mentioned uh mississippi state was trying to flip emory williams in the summer but instead it flipped a florida state qb commitment in chris parson now fsu is qb lists in the class of 2023 just destroyed miami on the field, having the best season in the state of Florida uh, in, in terms of the power five programs, um, but they don't have that QB one on board. They have remained in communication since losing Chris Parson with Emery Williams, and that appears like it, it's got some legs at this point. Up to date information there. It's not just Auburn and FSU anymore. Uh, my sources are telling me that other schools are trying to get involved here. There is a sense that there's blood in the water with this Miami verbal commitment list, uh, and Emory Williams is going to be pursued heavily here over the next few weeks. So that's big information. Another big piece of information for Miami fans, as of today, November 11th, so the day before uh, week 11 kicks off in college football, no visit plans for this weekend for Emory Williams. So that is big news for his potential retention in this Miami class of 2023. So naturally, huge decommitment, big ripple effect at the game's most important position. Jaden Rashada, now a Gator. Emory Williams, still a cane, but still question marks ahead of National Signing Day. So that will be fascinating, a, a development, a situation, a scenario where we will surely have an update in the days and weeks to come right here at the state of recruiting.